Hello, I'm Wendy Rigby, and you're listening to Texas BioBytes from Texas Biomed. Today, we're talking about the interaction of two infectious diseases that claim millions of lives, tuberculosis and HIV, the virus that causes AIDS. About a third of everyone who has HIV dies of complications from TB. Dr. Deepak Kaushal, a Texas Biomed researcher, recently published a collaborative study pinpointing a possible new avenue of protection for these patients. HIV um, AIDS essentially means a loss of immune cells of a particular type known as CD4 T cells. In people that have latent tuberculosis, also we find that uh, HIV increases the chance of TB disease because it is believed CD4 T cells are lost. However, this particular hypothesis has been very difficult to prove experimentally. My own lab has been involved in this process without success uh, using the monkey model of uh, TB and HIV co-infection. Uh, Dr. Bjorn Corlees and Dr. Doug Kwan over um, in Harvard, Brigham and Women's Hospital, were studying this using human patients. And they had a discovery uh, that they made that uh, it is not all CD4 T cells in the lung. So it's the T cells that are inside the tissue resident or interstitial T cells. We also, some people also call them tissue resident T cells. Their loss is the one that's correlating with disease. Why is this important to know? It's important to know because uh, we can target vaccines and therapeutics and drugs to tissue resident versus non-tissue resident T cells. So we can, we can try to prevent the loss of interstitial or tissue resident T cells in different ways that we cannot do with cells that are on the outside surface. Why did you need the data from rhesus macaques along with the human data? Of course, you cannot do the same in-depth level of investigation with human samples that you can with, with uh, non-human primate samples. So these were all samples that they had derived from people that had uh, either died due to tuberculosis uh, at a foreign site or had uh, some, some other sort of uh, reason for death, but you know they had tuberculosis in their lungs and their lungs were harvested at the time of autopsy. Did the human and monkey data match up? they ended up mirroring each other almost 100%. Co-infections with HIV and TB are a persistent health problem, cutting short the lives of many people and creating an enormous burden. So anybody that has latent TB can become diseased for a number of reasons, but the percentage is finite, maybe 5%. So if you've got 100 people walking around with latent TB, only five of them will actually end up having disease. But HIV increases that rate by like tenfold. They progress very fast sometimes by the time they reach the hospital. There, there are data like this in South Africa that if you have HIV and drug-resistant TB, then your mean time to survival after diagnosis is like 40 days. Typically what happens is how we model it in monkeys that uh, people get TB first, and it doesn't matter whether they have drug-sensitive or drug-resistant TB. Most of them will develop latent TB. And then they're walking around with their lungs, with, with you know, one part of their lungs infected, but you know, not overtly symptomatic about anything. And what happens is most of these people become teenagers, and then that's when they contract HIV. Then you know, their lungs explode because you know, they lose their T cells, and uh, TB comes back roaring, and then they have HIV disease, which is complicated by itself. But then if they have TB, you know, they have a very short period of time. 
So what are the next steps in your research? This is an initial investigation. This is an initial report. It would need to be validated by others. It would need to be validated by us in different settings of infection. Uh, for example, what we've shown is very specific in monkeys uh, that have TB first and HIV later or SIV later, what happens? We would need to reverse that. We would need to change um, maybe the route by which the infecting agents are introduced or the dose at which they're introduced to make sure that this is not a one-off phenomena, that it is actually consistent and it happens uh, you know, on a broad basis. Uh, but if that is true, uh, this leads to uh, potential for new therapies, host-directed therapies that would prevent the loss of tissue-resident T-cells or interstitial T-cells during, during infection. For Dr. Koshal, research into tuberculosis is his professional focus. Although the figures seem dire, he's hopeful he and others are making progress in fighting this disease. It is um, the single largest infectious disease killer in the world, TB. It still leads to about 2 million deaths every year. If you look at how many people TB has killed over the course of human history versus how many people malaria has killed, or AIDS, or syphilis, or plague, and if you put all of these other factors together, TB has killed a thousandfold more people. The history of mankind than all the other infections put together. It's a fact. Um, you know, we thought that we had controlled it with antibiotics, you know, in the, right. in the 50s and the 60s. And then the HIV epidemic happened. And now we know uh, that there are many perturbations that can actually bring back TB. For example, diabetes, you know, something completely different for HIV. It's not an infection. It's a metabolic condition, but it leads to the same kind of reactivation. Smokers have a tenfold greater rate in Africa and India of developing uh, TB from latent TB uh, because they're constantly irritating their uh, lung macrophages. It challenges us. Uh, so TB is a remarkable pathogen. A lot of um, and, and HIV as well. Um, so a lot of uh, very smart people, much smarter than myself, have uh, spent their lifetimes trying to see if we can um, devise strategies to control TB and control HIV AIDS, and they have failed. And our collective efforts uh, in the past few years, uh, it looks like we have a greater understanding of both TB as an infection and, and, and HIV um, as an infectious agent. But we are still far away from our dream of having a one-shot vaccine that will cure, that will protect against HIV or will protect against MTB. To me, it is the persistent nature of these infections and, and how uh, these infections have adapted to whatever uh, human set, settlings and settings its human host have, ha has gone through, I think is pretty interesting. I think we do anticipate uh, that we will get to to the top of uh, TB and HIV in the next 50 years. So this is a very exciting time to be in, in this area. You've been listening to Texas Biobytes from Texas Biomed. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. You can find us on most popular podcast platforms or simply log on to our website, txbiomed.org, to sign up by email or simply to listen to individual episodes online. We love sharing our science. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy Rigby.